Welcome back, guys. It's Mountain Meditations, you already know. So, I know you haven't seen my face in a long time. Uh, you're probably, yeah, or, or Tristan's face, or Shed's face. You're probably wondering, like, what's going on? Are they okay? Uh, I, I actually, uh, I prepared a statement for this. I wrote something down. Oh, okay, good. All right, so let me just pull out my piece of paper. All right. Get that one for Chris. Ahem. <laughs> my bad. Oh, that was good. Thank you. That was my statement. Thank you, Tristan. Um, You're welcome. So now now you guys understand. So anyways, let's move on because we don't like to waste time here at Mountain Meditations. Um, Absolutely not. Today, what are we going to be talking about, Tristan? <laughs> we're talking about intermittent fasting. Yeah. Um, I know you, you may have heard of intermittent fasting. There's this internet billionaire, Grego Gallagher, who talks yeah. about it quite a lot. And he's in between In between shots of San Pellegrino, uh, <laughs> he talks about how he doesn't eat for certain times of day. Yeah. Because through some magical bro science, this makes him less fat. Yes. Uh, Chris really likes Kino Body. I love him. He's great. I think everyone who dislikes him is probably ugly. That's my theory. I, I dislike him, but that's just because I'm envious of his wealth. I don't know if that <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Because uh, aren't we all? Why can't, why can't I be an internet billionaire? <laughs> Post dipshit workout videos. I was going to mention him later on, but yeah. Um, basically, he he's, he's the one who sort of popularized it. He sort of brought it to the mainstream. Everyone likes to make fun of him. And it's easy to make fun of him because he's a living meme. But he's like this really like attractive, like really muscular like just and he's just a, a tool kind of like that's kind of his persona but uh i think it's a lot of fun to watch his channel because uh he'll talk about how you know which car he's taking for the day like is it the lambo you know and, and he's fasting and he's not so what let's talk about fasting like in a minute in a minute fast okay yeah, yeah so i'm a scientist my yes. degree has science in it, therefore I'm a scientist. That's true. Computer science and intermittent fasting go hand in hand. Yeah. I'm a scientist. Right. Uh, the science behind intermittent fasting, if I'm going to be serious for just a moment, is really simple. If you're trying to lose weight, intermittent fasting is a tool, just one, in your toolbox that you can use. Uh, losing weight in fat is about a uh, energy deficit. You know, we measure chemical energy that our bodies need to do everything from Keep your brain running, keep your heart ticking, and keep your blood moving. It, it takes energy. Your body can't just do that for free. We measure that energy in calories. It's a very simple process. If you decrease the amount of time with which you allow yourself to ingest calories, you will, by extension, decrease the amount of time or decrease the amount of calories that you take over the day. Yes. That's the that's the the very rough idea. There's also yeah. some other stuff that goes into it. <laughs> Uh, you know, it increases fat mobilization. Uh, it gives you a psychological edge. And we can talk, well, you know, we can talk about the science. The science is pretty simple, but we can talk about the other stuff, the stuff that maybe isn't so concrete, the psychological edge stuff. Like, Chris, you ever taken like cold showers in the morning? Oof. I, I've tried that before only because I had to, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, there's a lot of fitness YouTubers that talk about cold showers in the morning. Yeah. Because uh, it gets you fucking beast mode. I don't know what beast mode is, but it does wake you up. It <laughs> definitely wakes you up. If beast mode involves cold. like crying and shivering, then yeah, I guess uh, I guess they work. It's like beast mode is when you're really uncomfortable right <laughs> after you wake up. Yeah. That gets you beast mode. And that, why? It didn't make me aggressive. It made me cranky. Right. I was just kind of a dick to people for no reason. <laughs> 
That's oh, what like alphas somebody... do. That's what a sigma male would do. <laughs> oh, the sigma male shit is so funny. <laughs> no, we're not. We can't. We can't get distracted. Intermittent no, fast. Yeah. One. One top. One top. Okay. So what? Fast. I'm gonna go. Basically, what Tristan just said is what I was exactly what I was gonna say. It's like there's a lot of pseudoscience that goes along with intermittent fasting, and there's a lot of like actual science that goes along with it. And we could read you like all the papers. We could go through the studies and we could, you know, we could be Jeff Nippert and we could be Jeff like, Nippert's oh, science, done that shit. science applied and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, I, Canadians. I don't think that's our like, I don't think that's our thing. And I also no. don't think we would be benefiting you in any way because you could just like go watch the Jeff Nippert video. So what you would yeah. probably want is our own personal experiences and like our own thoughts on on the way it is and that's what we're gonna do because otherwise we're just reading numbers off a page and i don't think that's fair to you guys it's boring um, yeah gonna read numbers off my scale <laughs> yeah exactly so, so Chris, how long did you how long did you do the internet intermittent fasting it was a month um and okay. yeah so so the way i did it was i started out um because i work and so i go to work at eight o'clock i wake up at like 705 715 and um then i would wait until the goal was three o'clock which is a long time if you think about it um yeah. for anyone who has ever done intermittent fasting before that's that's a pretty long time to not eat but like there are a lot of people who do this anyways and they don't even call it intermittent fasting they just call it a normal day <laughs> like there are some <laughs> plenty of people who just don't eat like until later on and that's pretty cool but yeah like tristan said i was going to reiterate basically the the good thing, the thing that makes intermittent fasting easy for everyone is that instead of you having to like count your calories, which you can still do while you're doing it, but like this makes it so that you don't have to like measure out every meal, make sure this meal's good, you know, uh, this meal adds up. And basically that's what I always liked about Kino Body is that he made it a lot easier for people. Um, he made it in a way that wasn't like the the bro way of like oh you have to measure out your food and you have to count every calorie he made it in a way it's like just don't eat half the day and at the end of the day you just eat a big meal and like go out with some models and like that's the diet and i think yeah. that's pretty cool because uh, that's we, what amanda's for <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and um so yeah it, it it takes the the one factor that is the easiest to control which is time and it makes it so that you can control it through that and so I think we could end the podcast here, but we might as well talk about I, some. I have I have more to talk about. Yeah, me too. Uh, but we so, might as well talk about some other things. Like um, some people have mentioned. I, I just wanted to talk about this because I, I hear this a lot. A lot of people talk about the the growth hormone thing, and they'll say that like if you you know if you starve yourself for half the day and like don't eat, then it like increases your uh, production of growth hormone. And then at the end of the day, when you're eating, it's around the time that you're like lifting weights. And then like that makes it so that the nutrients all go to your muscles. And to me, that kind of has the same like kind of has the same feeling of the guys who used to say, like, when you work out, you have to drink your protein shake like an hour after. Otherwise, it yeah. doesn't go to your muscles. That's what it reminds me of. I don't I don't I wouldn't like I wouldn't rely on that kind of theory for it. I think just like Tristan said, I think. The, the main thing you should focus on is the fact that this makes it easier to cut out your calories. And that's probably the biggest deal about this. Yeah, you know what? It reminds me of uh, a tournament this one time. I was at a, a local tournament. It was uh, in the basement of a bar in Boone. 
And um, there's this uh, Captain Falcon player that's going there. He's really good. He's always top eight contender. Yeah. Funny guy. And we're just, talk- we're just talking about mail. We're talking about tournaments. And I was really on my grind at this time. So I was like studying. I was thinking about my, my mindset, mentality, stuff like that. And he's talking. And he was talking. We were talking about that stuff. And he said to me, you know, I actually decided uh, I'm not going to eat for like four hours for a tournament. I was like, why? And I was just stuffing my face because the bar had these really good burgers. They I was do. stuffing my face, yeah. whopping, wiping barbecue sauce off my shirt. <laughs> well, why, is, why is that? He goes, he goes, bro, warriors go into war hungry. And I was like, no. damn, that's crazy. And then I won the tournament through winners <laughs> shortly <laughs> after just getting full and like drinking a couple of PBRs. Yeah. So on the one hand, yeah, maybe warriors do go into war hungry. But also, and yeah, maybe like uh, they talk about this a lot. If you're going to the gym and you're hungry, you feel light, you feel aggressive. Right. And yeah, that is true sometimes because I've been intermittent, fa- intermittent fasting since about February. The reason I've been doing it for this period of time is because around January, I weighed in at 185, just like fat and disgusting. And I decided I wanted to cut. I wanted to lose weight. Been watching Greg Doucette. I can cut fat and not lose muscle mass. This is great. I didn't know that. I'm going to try doing that. Mm-hmm. I tried a lot of things. I tried keto diet. Uh, I tried... Um, what was it? I call? I tried carnivore diet. It, none of it was just really working for me because I love carbohydrates so much. <laughs> and um, I decided to when I I looked at my class schedule for this semester and realized, okay, I have a lot of early classes. I hate early classes. Like at at the minimum, my classes I have to wake up at like seven o'clock just to get the class. Yeah, it's like I could do intermittent fasting, uh, and that helps me. So like, okay, so I'll get to class on time much easier because I won't have to spend time making breakfast or swallow my pride going through McDonald's drive through on the way to campus. <laughs> and I can lose weight and I can do it all and everything's going to be great. And everything was not great, but it wasn't that bad either. Um, in class, I was usually a little more hungry and it didn't really affect my focus that much. Uh, it didn't help. Like being hungry doesn't help you in class at all. But yeah. I'm, I was disciplined enough. You know, I've been doing school since I was like fucking five years old. I'm disciplined enough to focus in and take my notes when I really need to. It's not right. an, a new thing. In high school, I skipped breakfast almost every single day because I just had terrible sleeping habits due to yeah. my crippling League of Legends addiction. <laughs> and I never got enough sleep. So I'd always sleep in. Then I'd always miss breakfast and I was always fucking hungry. So I wanted to go get to about 170 pounds, lose 15 pounds, 185 to 170. And I watched a, a bro science video sometime in March. It was a how to cut, I think. I've watched it a million times. But he, he gave me a line that really stuck with me because it was what I've been doing. It's like, you're a bro, so you're just going to keep cutting and gaining the same 10 pounds of body fat. And I was at yeah. 175 there. I was like, ugh, he's right. It's yeah. just like I've always hovered. Ever since I like I was a teenager, I started lifting. I always hovered in that 170 to one, 175, 185 range. Kind of cut, not very big. You maybe could tell I was go. I went to the gym if I wore a nice shirt, but realistically, I was just another guy. That's the natty so lifestyle decided, okay, right there. Natty lifestyle. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take this intermittent fasting shit seriously. I'm going to actually read and do research, which is where Kino Body comes in. Yeah. And I'm going to find some shit out. So I was like, I want to I want to hit that 169 mark. I want to at least get out of the 170s. And I did that today. I weighed in this morning at 169.6. So wow. it did actually get me there. Nice. And one of the things that Kino Body talked about was like making intermittent fasting easier. And that's really great. Because like, you know, uh, everybody talks about like you have 
like these tricks. It's just like, if you just do this, then you're going to stick with your diet yeah. and everything's going to be great. Then you do that trick and it doesn't work. And he's like, oh man, turns out diet is a little more than one trick. That's correct. You have to use lots of tricks and gimmicks yeah. to get the W. It's like playing a mid-tier. You got to keep, you got to find your gimmick. Find what works. Narrow out of a combo. You're Luigi. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Hold that L. <laughs> so, so now I, I employ lots of tricks. One of the big things I do right now is I try to keep my kitchen as clean as possible. And the reason I do that is because if you have a long day in class, you have a long day and you have a job, which I do have now. I'm gainfully employed, which I understand most people will be very shocked about. Somebody would hire me. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, you know, after a long day of work and school, you don't want to fucking cook. But it's way easier to convince yourself to cook if you don't have to clean dishes right before you start cooking. So True. keep your kitchen as clean as possible. Yeah. I don't cook in the morning because I'm intermittent fasting. I clean my kitchen in the morning. And that way, when I get there in the afternoon, it'll be easy. Second... Get a slow cooker. Crockpots are God's gift to mankind. True. Uh, for every lifter out there. It's so easy. Yeah. I love chili. And you can uh, make... I usually do like uh, some ground turkey chili or ground venison chili, depending on the season. Uh, I have some ground venison still. I still have some ground venison chili right now. Super good. I have a an idea of how many calories venison has. Not an exact amount. You're going to have to Google that shit on your own. But like ground venison, sweet potatoes, black beans... And some tomato sauce. You know, you're good to go. Yeah. You can also get chicken breast in there. Make some shredded chicken breast. Add that in. The calorie to protein to gram ratio of chicken breast is just fantastic. Right. You get so much bang for your buck in terms of boneless, skinless chicken breast. I've, I've found and I, a I, lot. You know, I know. Like bone, like skin on bone in chicken thighs, they taste way better. Yeah, that's just that's just facts. And it, it's a lot boneless, harder when, when you have chicken breast like when you put it in the crock pot, I feel yeah. like I can never make chicken breast taste good from the crock pot because it always turns out I might be overcooking it. That could be it. But it just turns out very like dry. And ah, it's always really that's frustrating. What, that's what the chili's for. Put the chicken breast in the chili makes that one meal bigger that does make with sense. more protein in it. Yeah, that's that's a pro tip. That's a mountain meditation for you right there. <laughs> that's what that's the shit we learn meditating on these mountains. Yeah. So as far as intermittent fasting goes, also black coffee. Black coffee is terrible. We've been through this. Black coffee is also a great appetite suppressant. Yes. We've been through that. Um, waking up early is a good way to keep your intermittent fasting going. Because if you think about it, like if you're... I know it sounds weird because you think about it. Staying in bed and taking a depression nap and only eating two meals a day, you know, that's a good way to lose weight. Yeah. Right? Well, maybe not, because uh, I tried that for about two semesters, and it just didn't quite work. Still don't know why. <laughs> but uh, actually, waking up early has helped me keep. It's helped me keep my discipline. It's you know, uh, Eric Bugenhagen always said it's about the mindset, yeah. and I found that my mindset is way better when I get out of bed, jump in the shower, take a hot shower because I don't fucking hate my life. Yeah. Um, get out of bed, take a shower, groom myself, shave brush my teeth, get everything going, then I feel good. It's like, okay, I stuck to my morning plan. I did everything right. I can just not, I can just not eat for a little while. I can just go on, I watch One Piece on Hulu. It's easy. I can do something else. I can just drink black coffee. Much easier that way. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, you gotta use these little tricks, not only to keep yourself consistent with your diet, but keep your mindset as consistent as possible. Get in the gym, same time every day. Yeah. Uh, get out of bed the same time every day. So you want to get out of bed, Something to help me a lot is an app called Alarmy, 
Larmy uh, is an app that basically you have to perform special tasks. It's the only way to, to turn your alarm off. So the only way to turn my alarm off on my phone in the morning is to get out of bed and scan a barcode on my mouthwash in my bathroom. Uh, it's, you know, the alarm, it refuses to turn off unless yeah. I do that. So right. I have to get out of bed. And that's helped me a lot because getting out of bed, that's the hard part. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Right. It's, um, it, I, I think one advantage that I have is the fact that I was working because it is, it does make it easier. I think there, for me, I've gone back and forth on it. It's like, does it really give you more energy? I think so. Because when I would eat, um, when I would eat early on, you know, after I ate, especially if it was like something big, I would feel sluggish and I would just feel gross while I was working. And nobody wants to feel like gross while they're working because yeah. you don't have any yeah. energy. Uh, when I'm hungry, a lot of times, if I'm hungry to the point of where I'm thinking about food all the time, then that's when I think that's when the best time would be to uh, introduce the the coffee. But I have something I wanted to talk about with this. I think this is one of the the problems with intermittent fasting is that for people with anxiety who have problems with anxiety, intermittent fasting probably isn't the best thing for you. And uh, you might want to try some other things. You could try it out and just see how it works. But uh, Jordan Peterson used to have, um, he used to talk about this a couple of times that one of the things he would suggest to people who have anxiety is that they should eat a, a good, like high protein, high carbohydrate uh, breakfast in order to get themselves started. Because yeah. people who um, have anxiety will end up going through uh, essentially what is a fight or flight response to the anxiety where your body is is using all of your nutrients and, and resources in order to like stay afloat, essentially, because mm -hmm. when you go through anxiety, you're you're like, you know, you're you get this like almost adrenaline type rush and you're constantly nervous and you, you feel and then you'll just end up feeling exhausted. So that was a way that he always said to like um, try to try to ease that is that you would, you know, eat lots of protein, eat lots of carbohydrates at the beginning of the day in order to to give yourself that energy to survive those moments. And then um, one thing that, you know, we've talked about coffee a couple of times, coffee on an empty stomach, especially black coffee, you are asking for <laughs> some anxiety right there. Like that'll that'll make you feel really nervous. And it, it makes a lot of times it'll make me feel like jumpy, a little edgy. And so I think um, it's a great way to postpone like the hunger pangs and give yourself more energy. But if it's nervous energy, then you're probably not doing yourself um, any favor by by uh, implementing that because, uh, you know, energy should be something that's it feels sort of like inspiration. It feels like I'm ready to get moving because I want to. Nervous energy is like I have to move. Otherwise, I'll die. <laughs> and and that's not a good way to be going about your day. Uh, so that's one of the main problems I could think of. Um, yeah, the other day I forgot I was supposed to be fasting and I literally just like went to Chick-fil-A at 8 a.m. and I got like two biscuits and some hash browns and sweet tea and I just downed that. And then an hour that's later, shit. <laughs> an hour later, I was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed <laughs> to be fasting. And then I, it was worth it. But like it was delicious. <laughs> I would do it again. <laughs> I, I drowned liberal tears in the Lord's nuggets. Um, yeah. And uh, as far as like anxiety and stuff goes, you can think of this, uh, you can think of like your hunger level that contributes to it. You always want to think of your hunger level like on a spectrum. Greg Doucette talks about this where you have 
one spectrum of hunger where you're extremely hungry, you're starving, your stomach actually is in physical pain because you hurt so much, then you're so full that you're stuffed and that you, it's like you feel like stocked up and really slow and heavy because yeah. you're so full. You don't ever want to be at those extremes. You always want to be hovering in the middle of like kind of hungry to kind of full. So if you're ever so absurdly hungry that your stomach is hurting you, don't worry about your intermittent fasting. Get something to eat. That's fine. It's all, that's, that's totally fine. You know, you should, you, intermittent fasting is a great tool for weight loss. I can tell you that right now. I've lost about 15 pounds. It's helped a lot, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to be absurd with it. If I'm super, super hungry in the morning, I'm going to get something to eat, even though it's worked for me. Yeah. The fact that I, the idea that you will uh, stick to it rigorously without any kind of flexibility, that's the surest sign that uh, the diet's not going to work out for you. The best way uh, the best indicator of a binge is restriction. If you're trying to quit soda, like I did for such a long time, and you take every soda in your house and you throw it out, you're going to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, go to Walmart, get a 2 liter, and drink the whole thing before 3. Uh, because the best, because you're going to binge, because you, you want soda. The best thing to do is to wean yourself off. You can't... Some people are that disciplined, have like that David Goggins level of discipline where they're just insane. Yeah. And I know I'm not. And if you know you're not too, that's fine. Right. Be smart about it. If you want to intermittent fast, that's fine. Play around with the time. Play around. It's like, okay, maybe I won't completely fast before two o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe I'll have like just some toast and that'll just hold me up. Some like yeah. toast and coffee. Right. Or just or a like protein bars. Something like protein that. Protein bar. Yeah. Protein, protein shake. Yeah. Easy. You're, then you're not eating, you're drinking. Then it's like the waters get kind of muddy and I want a soda again. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, moving on from that. <laughs> So you gotta you gotta be a little bit more flexible with this. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, how has intermittent? Have you 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 said you wanted to cut with the intermittent fasting? Yeah. So I I've been so I am the skinny fat elite. I I I am in a constant state of like skinny fatness, and it's hard. I mean, I have a bit of muscle. I'm not like. You know, I'm not just skinny fat, but it's like my body fat levels are at that point. And I think a lot of us go through this. Actually, it's probably just a normal state of like living. But like, I don't, you know, normal is not what I, what most people are striving for. I don't want to look like an average person. And I don't think anyone listening to this probably does either. Being called like being said, like if someone said, hey, you look like an average, like your body looks like the average person. I think I would be Fuck. greatly offended. Um, just the average person in the U.S. Right, over, like sixty percent are overweight or obese. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Yeah, it's like why I you lost roast fifteen like pounds that? for this. Are you kidding? Yeah, so I, I've always had a hard time um, knowing, and I think a lot of us have. We, we're all frustrated because we want to lose the the weight that uh, muddies our physique. You know, you look at someone and yeah. you're like, "Ah, he's got some muscle, but like, there's not a lot of definition there. I, he kind of looks like a melted candle, right? You know, looks like you know." And I, I think that's always where I've been at. And I, I've always wanted to like cut down. There have been a few times that I did cut down and I restricted my calories so hard. I actually think I messed my hormones up because I, after I did that, I did not, I did not feel good. Like I was not feeling great. And I wasn't like, you know, I was 167. I think that's the lowest I got to. And I'm about six feet tall. Um, it's, it's actually like, yeah, rounding up. I am rounding up. Yes, I'm actually the king of the manlets. We can talk about that in another podcast. But uh, saw that tweet you made. That was a bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah um so i i think that it for people like me i think intermittent fasting is good because it's a way to like um restrict your calories to the point where you're not going to be eating enough to be like puffy and melted candle looking but you're also going to be eating enough to like fuel the amount of like working out that you're doing i haven't been working out as hard as i used to um i've been just doing a lot of pull-ups and dips and random dumbbell exercises so uh, I don't have as much muscle mass as I used to. So the numbers on the scale, it's it's hard to go up by the numbers on the scale. But as a as a person who has struggled with the whole skinny fat thing, I think a lot of you guys could benefit from this and would find that it actually will help you a lot to uh, try to circumvent that sort of, you know, the body I'm talking about. Yeah, um, it's it's just not You've a good seen look. It. it might be in the mirror. <laughs> I know mine is. <laughs> so I had the skinny fat problem too. Yeah. I've lost 15 pounds and now I'm just skinny. <laughs> half a W. Well, <laughs> half a tub. I would straight, so I, I would yeah. rather be skinny than, yeah. than skinny fat. My abs my abs have come back, which I'm pretty happy about. You know, when I when I played soccer, I was just fucking shredded. I was thin as a rail. I had zero muscle whatsoever, but I was just fucking shredded. Uh and you know, I was a curl bro for a pretty long time my first two my first three semesters in college i was just a curl bro chris was there he can confirm this that's true um and uh chris what chris isn't telling you is that the reason he hasn't been taking it so seriously is because he has a wife now chris has duties and obligations oh. he's a family man he can't be expected to do that uh, that's i'm the, a degenerate i don't <laughs> i have i have all the time in the world well not all the time in the world i did uh you know i got a job and, I'm and still you're going school. to college. That's the yeah, yeah. important thing. But that's, you know, I, I have enough time and like almost nothing in my life. I have a cat and that's the only thing I talk to. Uh, all my <laughs> classes are on Zoom now. It's really nice. I don't want to leave. Um, so I, you know, I've been going, you know, I've been going to the gym. And um, uh, so is just as like a brief synopsis, like started going to the gym uh, shortly before my soccer career ended because I didn't want to be a skeleton going into college yeah became a curl bro mm -hmm. and uh just kind of like did curl bro shit benched every other day squatted every other month uh arms every single day yeah and uh watched a lot of bradley martin and uh what's his fucking name ct fletcher yeah motivation video i command and you then, to grow <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know then you know, I kind of, you know, everybody has this. They like go through, through their metamorphosis. Uh, you know, you go through a breakup. You not, not everything works out the way you want in life. So you decided, you, you decided to take a more holistic approach to fitness. And then I grinded for that pretty hard. I got up to about 195 pounds. That was the strongest I'd ever been. 225 bench, 300 pound squat, 400 pound deadlift. And that's the strongest I've ever been by far. And then uh, quarantine happened. Quarantine happened. Then, you know, I, didn't go to the gym and I just kind of, I lost weight because I tried to lose weight and because uh, I just didn't do anything. And then I started getting back in the gym and it was really difficult at first because uh, I didn't care for going to the gym because, you know, you go from like benching 225 for four sets of five. Not amazing, but way better than 155 for five sets of three. Right. I lost a lot of strength because all I did was run because mm -hmm. I decided I wanted to... I played soccer in high school. I was had really great endurance. I was a really good runner. I ran uh, my best time. I ran. A, I did my 5K in 19 minutes and some change. Nice. Uh, a one mile in five minutes, 30 seconds. And a two mile in 11 minutes, 48 seconds. Nice. I had really great endurance. I wanted to get back to that. 
Didn't even get close. But um, <laughs> so I would went back to the gym, started doing strength stuff again. It was very difficult because I just didn't have like the right mentality. I just like, I just want to be as strong as I used to be, but I can't do that without gaining a lot of weight and going through three years of like this whole thing. And I just don't want to do it. I didn't feel like my muscle memory was going to kick in. Then I started watching Greg Doucette and he goes, yeah. you don't have to train perfectly. You just have to train harder than last time. Right. And I found that to be very uh, expedient. I started trying to do that more than anything else. And I got better. It raised the bar a little bit. Yeah. Then I started like thinking about my nutrition. I started watching more plates, more dates, learned about chronometer. Okay, so chronometer shows me, oh, I have all these vitamin deficiencies. I'll pick up like multivitamins and bell peppers and all this shit and I'll get those there. And I did all that. And I still didn't quite get to where I wanted to be. Then I did like all this other stuff. And I was watching a tournament, a melee tournament. And one of the commentators, I can't remember who it was, but they said something. It kind of made me realize how stupid I was being about it. They said, you know, everybody, he said, you know, I always had this idea that I would have like the perfect controller, get on the perfect setup, have the perfect practice routine, and all the stars would align now to be a great melee player. Yeah. And maybe I should have just practiced more. And that mm -hmm. kind of thing was like, you know, I keep telling myself, okay, I'm going to train harder than last time. Then I'm going to get all my vitamin deficiencies fixed. Then I'm going to intermittent fast. Then I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Then I'm going to gain five pounds lean mass. And it's like, maybe you could just try harder yeah. in the gym, which is kind of... So it all went back to square one with Greg Doucette's thing. But then, so I kind of, I put it all away. You know, I used to track everything very, very carefully in chronometer. Now I have like a, a really rough idea of like what my diet is. And that's worked better. That, that's for me, that's worked better than anything else. It's the, the mindset of intermittent fasting is that you can kind of take away the things that take away from your mindset. So yes. I had all these ideas in my head. It's like, okay, I need uh, this X amount of macros, Y amount of micros, Z amount of cardio uh, going at this time, have this beforehand, have this afterwards, all this other, all this other like fitness guru nonsense. Yeah. When then I thought, okay, with intermittent fasting, okay, I'll just not eat as much and then I'll lose weight. And as long as I'm getting enough protein, which is like, okay, I'm eating a lot of chicken, I'm eating a lot of turkey, I'm eating a lot of beef, I'm eating a lot of venison, I'm probably getting enough protein. Yeah. I'll have a, I'll throw a protein shake in there every once in a while just to make sure. I'll track my macros in chronometer like every other day just to make sure it's like, okay. So I had this to eat yesterday and that gave me X amount of protein. So I was like, I had this, that, and the next thing. Then I'm getting like 130 grams. And that's probably enough, right? That is. And right. I think it was. Yeah. So the whole, what helped with me for intermittent fasting is like, it, it kind of took away, it moved the needle away from get this, that, and the next thing to just do this to make it easier on yourself. Yes. I've always thought this, I think this is great. I'm glad you brought this up because like, this has been my thing. I've like, I've always thought this. I, I think the the problem with the fitness industry, and I think a lot of guys like Greg Doucette, Kino Body, you know, as much as memes as they are, they are doing a great job of simplifying things and making sure that you're focusing on the right things. Because what, what you'll find is that a lot of these like, these, you know, snake oil, or duck egg guys, they're, what they're trying to do is they're like, they're introducing other factors that they want you to worry about. Uh, one time I watched this commercial where uh, it was a commercial that was trying to make women self-conscious about the rough skin on their feet. And it, it yeah, blew my mind. I was like, what? What? It, this is a thing that people think about? And I have that frequently. And I think this is a, a similar uh, concept, right? It's like, 
We have so to make people. That's that's the foot. That's the feet people's fault. The foot <laughs> no. fetishes. We have to make further people proof. Feel, further proof that foot fetishes are scum on society. We have Chris to Cohen. make people feel self conscious about things that most people don't even notice, and we need to make them concentrate yeah. on these things so that they'll buy our product. And I think that's what a lot of these guys are. Uh, a lot of the, the the bad people are doing. They're making sure that you focus on the things that will keep you busy. You know, constantly spinning your wheels, and there are people out there who deliver the information to you in a simplified manner. What you need to be worrying about is working out and eating enough food that you're going to be gaining muscle, and that's it. And it's like, yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I I think what we've all done is we've all been overcomplicating things to the point of where you will stop yourself from even doing the things that matter. It's like, well, yeah. you know, like Tristan said, like I got to I got to get, you know, this amount of carbohydrates in. What, I got to get once, this once amount I have of protein the, in. And it's yeah. like once I have the perfect setup, then everything's just going to fall into place. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Everything could be perfect and you can still I've tried screw it up. so many times. Yeah. It's like if if you're just if you're waiting for the right moment to do something. And I I hear people talk about this a lot. Like I've heard um a friend a mutual friend of Tristan and I's He'll, he'll say things like, you know, I was going to get back into working out, but I just don't feel motivated. And it's like, yeah. what you're implying there is that the guys who do work out, that we feel motivated every time we go to the gym. And that's Ooh. just wrong. No. I'm sorry. Like, I a lot of times when I'm working out, I hate it. And it's like, I don't want to it's be so doing this boring. right now. It's like jumping it's into so cold boring. water, right? Nobody yeah. really wants to do it, but once you do it, once you get into it, it's like, okay, now we're moving. Yeah. But it's like, if if I waited for every time that I felt like all might, and I was like ready yeah. to destroy things to lift, I would be lifting Cap once a Captain month. Captain Obi, I train every day. Yeah. <laughs> I would be lifting once a month if I waited for motivation. Yeah. And It'd be a sick session, though. Yeah. <laughs> it would be an amazing <laughs> session. But, Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, what's his name? Shredded Sports Science is another fitness YouTube channel. I think is really killing it right now. It makes great videos. He talks about this a lot. Paralysis by analysis. You get all these factors in. You have all this information coming in. You're trying to figure all this stuff out. Yeah. And you don't need to. Right. It's like, okay, if you are a professional bodybuilder, that is your yeah. goal. That is your absolute drive. Yes. You will need to have optimal, maximized workout. Yes. Uh, and perfect nutrition, nutrition and yeah. excellent time Coaching, because you're competing with everything. people like Phil Heath. Yeah. But if you're like me, you're not trying, you're not even trying to be a bodybuilder. You're trying to just get stronger, yeah. get bigger. And people, uh, it, it, yeah, you don't have to. They do this with form as well. And, and I, I know this is not a great, I, it, it's a hard thing to explain, but basically Look, uh, what I say, so, so like having good form is, is a is great good. thing. Is, is but, the thing you should be doing is having good yeah. form, but you can never have perfect form. And if you're constantly no. going, oh, you know, I see this all the time on Reddit. And yeah, it's like it's power lifters. If you're a power lifter, yeah, you should probably yeah, strive yeah. to have the perfect. If form. you're a power lifter, have perfect form and yeah. don't break your spine. But as long as you have like that would be bad. a good range of motion, as long as you're yeah. not doing anything extreme, like, you know, on a squat, like. If your heels are coming all the way off the ground while you're squatting, yeah. it's probably time to rethink things. But like if you've got a little bit of butt wink, like, you know, maybe you're you're, gonna you're, be you're arching a little bit when you come up, you're struggling a little bit. It's like, okay, 
you could you could cut things down. You could go back to 135 and do it all over again. But like, are you really going to be helping yourself, or are you just going to be making things worse? And yeah. trust me, we've been there. Me and Tristan have been there. What's <laughs> we oh, trust us? I mean, is is anybody going to notice a couple cheat curls? Cheat curls are just <laughs> extra credit. If you, if you think about it, it's like oh you sw- oh I tried to hit a, a set of 14. The last two were kind of swingy. Yeah. Okay, so you got 12 and some extra credit. Right. That's an A plus in my book. Yeah. It went from an A minus to an A plus. Yeah. Good job. Sick. Great. <laughs> and yeah, like it, it's just, it's more paralysis by analysis. And like intermittent that, yeah. fasting, it, it, it comes into a lot of like fitness. You, and uh, the shredded sports science guy, he also did something good. He he goes into this sort of thing a lot where he says, um, you, you can use this, but it should be one tool in an entire toolkit, a vast toolkit of things that you can use to reach your goals. Yeah. Intermittent fasting is one tool. And you can use it. And you can try it. Yeah. And, you know, if you have, like, anxiety problems like Chris mentioned right. earlier, then maybe don't. Yeah. But you still could. Like, I can't tell you what to do. But just, like, try try, it. try to think about it. Try it for a couple of days. Yeah. See, See, like, how it feels. Think about. And you have to apply it to your life as well. Just because I said you could think, oh, Tristan, that's me, he goes to work and he goes to college and he manages to intermittent fast at the same time you might not have you might not have time we we could have very different schedules you might have work that is farther away you might have school that needs a little more time you might need to take more time i don't uh i do more uh i'm in stem so i'm not writing as much and writing a long paper that takes more time than say like doing some statistical analysis as long as my r code is on point doesn't take so long yeah so you need to you need to like take intermittent fasting you need to take what we say take what kino body says make it work for you mold it right uh really like really twist it and it's very it's malleable is what it is that's another great thing about intermittent fasting it's malleable you don't have to completely fast you can use things like black coffee's appetite suppressants yeah you don't have to work out in the mornings you can work out in the evenings yeah. after that food has had the chance to metabolize yeah if you work out if you eat as an intermittent fast later in the evening when you wake up that food's going to be metabolized from your sleeping ready to go so it gives you that energy first thing in the morning i've noticed that sometimes when i uh when i intermittent fast and i eat a lot like late at night like um remember it was uh, last week or so i got like 1600 calories within like an hour and a half yeah and that was almost everything i ate for the entire day in the morning i was re- i was just ready to go yeah uh, it was one of those sessions where i was super motivated yeah i was out i was out the door like i was out the door real quick in the gym and i did super well uh just as well uh strength and performance in the gym with intermittent fasting uh likely will take a hit uh it just because you know you don't you work have out any, too yeah yeah it, it yeah if you're if you're working out in the morning when you're still fasting will likely take a hit but i've noticed that like um as I, as I get more used to intermittent fasting uh, and as I've gotten better about the gym and better about my nutrition just in general because, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not overanalyzing it, trying to save myself from paralysis by analysis. Yeah. But I am thinking about it. Like I, I use chronometer like every day, every other day. And I try to see is like, okay, so this is what this food gets me. And I, I think that like just thinking about the things that you eat is a lot. And that's really great. If you have trouble dieting, you know, that's fine. Everybody does. If you just think about what you eat a little bit yeah. and think about when you eat it and think about why you eat it. Right. It's like, okay, I, you know, I did badly on a test. So I ate two, cu- two cookout trays in 45 minutes <laughs> because I needed that. 
Yeah, fucking great. <laughs> We've all been there, buddy. Like, <laughs> sometimes you need that shit. Greg Doucette once said, like, if you, he said, like, if you have junk food, you need to, like, get it out of your house. And he, because he said this, if you are so, like, fucked up, or he, he didn't say fucked up, but if you're so, if you need, like, a tub of ice cream so bad that you get out of bed at three o'clock in the morning, drive to Walmart, and eat the whole thing, that's fine. You probably really needed that. And if you're trying to intermittent fast, and you were so hungry, you were so like mentally just not there that you just needed like a McGriddle or just needed to go to Waffle House, get a waffle. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You're not gonna you're not gonna stick in a minute fasting every day. I'm not gonna pretend like I did. Right. You know, I you know, every once like, at least like once, maybe twice a week, maybe every other week, you know, I would like get uh, have a nice breakfast. Like I, I visited my mom once and we went to a nice brunch. So yeah. Uh, you don't have to stick with a diet every single day to effectively lose weight. Right. One pound of fat is 3,500 calories. So to gain one pound, uh, if you if we assume that you are like the average person, have a basal metabolic rate of about 2,000 calories, you'd have to eat 5,500 calories in a day to gain one pound of fat. That's difficult. Uh, no other. There's like all these 10,000 calories challenges on YouTube. Fuck those challenges. That's so fucking stupid. If you watch those, get your shit, fucking figure it out, for starters. Watch Mountain Meditations instead, where we tell you don't do that. You know, you're not going to stick to your diet every day. That's fine. If you stick to your diet five days out of the week, that's great. Even if you, even if you end up heavier than when you started, you still got five days worth of experience yeah. learning different tricks to keep to your diet. Yeah. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not thinking about how much I'm going to weigh tomorrow. Yeah. I'm thinking how much you're going to weigh when I'm 30. And it's, you know, when you're 30, your metabolism slows down. Your liver's not so great at processing things. Got to start thinking about your health now. When you're a teenager, you can eat what you want. Yeah. But if you're a teenager and you start thinking about, just thinking about what you're eating, just start developing a few healthy habits yeah. or just learning what those healthy habits could be. It'll be way easier to transition to those habits when you're 30, when yeah. you're older, when you need to start doing it. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, getting there. Just, I'm getting there oh, soon. Yeah. Hey, Chris has a family to think about. I'm coming up on 27. I'm getting there. I, I do want to end on one thing, kind of what Tristan was saying, and, and this uh, not only in diet but in lifting as well, like like he's talking about. I like to compare it to brushing your teeth because yeah. when you, for example, if, you, if you're one of these guys, a lot of guys who are on PEDs, they can get away with um, working out chest once a week and then they work it out super hard. They do like 40 sets of chest exercises. And then they wait a week to, you know, as they recover. And then next Monday they do the same thing. It's like, don't, don't think of things that way. You wouldn't do that when you're brushing your teeth. When you brush your teeth, you do a little bit every day. You don't brush your teeth really, really hard for 10, for 20 minutes uh, on Monday and then wait until next Monday and then do the same thing again. That's not how it works. Think of the way that Tristan is saying things. Um, it's, you know, a marathon, not a sprint. Don't try to rush into things. Don't do your workouts. Don't be like, I'm going to kill chest today. And then don't train chest for two other weeks. You know, it's it's a it's a practice thing. You have to you have to do a little bit at a time. And I think yeah, that's be, where being Usain Bolt is appealing, though. <laughs> I think that man is that dude is Jack. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's where we'll being end a sprinter would be fun. <laughs> Just. Just run real fast. Can you imagine, like, remember when you were a kid and the, like, the fastest kid on the playground, like, 
He was the coolest. Yeah. Imagine Usain Bolt just running shit on the playground. Yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> camera turned off. Um, and so with that, we're going to end the podcast because we've been over our usual 40 minute uh, limit. So if yeah. you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you did during our extended break again, my bad. Yeah, it, and if you enjoyed it, um, go ahead and leave us a like if you want to, or subscribe, either one. We're almost at 200 subscribers, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so see you guys next time. Uh, bye.